Hello, hello, welcome back, you guys. We are here, right? Welcome. If you don't know what in the world you're listening to, this is Seriously Shauna Podcast. I am your host, Shauna Lopez. I am the tour guide to the deep, dark recesses of my mind. Each week, we will be attempting to separate the wheat from the lap. So if you are here to get a chuckle, to hear a a nugget of wisdom, well, you've come to the right place. You have come to the right place. We are a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network, and we are glad that you have tuned in again. This is episode two, episode number two. You guys, I am 48, 50 seconds in, and we're already talking about number two. And the sad part is, this won't be the first time that it's mentioned throughout this episode. So my apologies right from the very, right from the very beginning. I hate for my immaturity to show so soon in the episode, but it is what it is. So I went over in the first episode, introduced myself. We talked a little bit about me, my family, wanted to introduce you to who we are as people. But I left a big gap in truth in sharing who I am as a person. I've been hidden. You don't know this information. And as I sat about it and thought about it, I feel like it's, you have to get the full picture of who I am, who I am as a person. I can no longer hide it. I have to be authentic, right? I'm not, I'm not so sure that this is a safe place. Is this a safe space to share my heart, to pour it out to you, to reveal my truth to you? I don't, I don't know yet, but I don't have a choice. I need to be courageous and I need to share with you the real me. I want to make sure that if you're listening you are listening with your heart that you will not confuse your truth with my truth. But I'm fumbling with my words because I'm afraid to say it. I'm afraid of what you'll think. I'm afraid you'll turn me away. So I just have to rip it off like a band-aid. I have to get it out there in the open. You guys, I am a vegan. There, there, I said it. It's out there. I am out of the pantry. I am revealing who I, the show, the, the weight that was on my shoulders, you guys, has been lifted. I feel so much lighter. I feel like I am being the real me. I am a vegan. Now, if you are listening and you are a vegan phobic, okay? We do not need your toxicity here. We do not need your offensive comments, okay? I do not need to know that you cooked me dinner by mowing your lawn, okay? I've only heard that one 700 times. Your negativity is not welcome here in this safe vegan space. Okay. All right. So I have only been a vegan for 13 months. So this is new, you guys. 
I've not gone off the deep end. The reason I'm telling you this besides being my authentic self is because I understand those who don't understand. I understand and I'm willing to share with you that I know vegans are weird. I know that vegans are weird. Vegan, if you are a vegan, simmer down. We have to get this out there. If we don't acknowledge it, if we don't acknowledge it, if we don't get rid of the elephant in the room, it's always going to be there. So we're going to talk about that today. And I just want you to know that we are going to uncover some of the myths of veganism. We're going to talk full on about it. We're not going to hide it today. I am a vegan. Hashtag me too. What? Shauna, it's too far. It's not that. She whiz. All right, you guys. So I am a vegan. I've been so for 13 months. And the truth is, I did it for health reasons. Still do it for health reasons. I watch documentaries. We've all seen a documentary that you go, oh my word. Everything must change, right? Well, I did not necessarily have that epiphany, but I thought, hey, that sounds reasonable. I'll give it a whirl. So I bring this wisdom, this newfound wisdom that I've gotten from this documentary by a guy I don't know. And I bring it to my husband. I said, you know, I want to try this. Listen, it's not the first thing that I've tried. Okay, so my husband is always ready. And he's, a, like he always is, he's a good guy, was fully on board and said, absolutely, Shauna, we are behind you a 100%. We will all be vegans. I only ask that we are able to eat meat. Mm. It's not really how it works, but whatevs. So we are vegans, but everybody eats meat except for me in my house. So not fully adjusted but I want you to know that I know it's weird I know some of the food is weird it's really not all vegetables and also people ask me Shauna what in the world does vegan mean because there's so many different names like oh I don't eat meat or I don't eat um certain types of vegetables and I you know there's all kinds of stipulations so basic gist right? Carnivores eat everything. Vegetarians do not eat meat, but they will eat dairy products. Vegans only eat vegetables, basically. No dairy, no animal products whatsoever. That's pretty much sums it up. So if you stop listening right now, you have walked away with a little tidbit of wisdom. So you are welcome. So me, I also try to pull back on my oil consumption. Like, I'm middle-aged. I've mentioned that before. It's not a secret. And so I kind of try to watch my cholesterol. And so I pull back on the oil. But that is not um, what veganism is across the board. I also have to tell you, because people ask me this all the time. So, hey, so do you feel, how do you, right? Is it helping? What? Why are you continuing? And the the honest answer is I feel exactly the same as I did 
before I gave up animal products. I literally feel no change. That does not mean on the inside that things aren't improving, working better. That does not mean that. But as far as waking up every day, do I feel different? Do I feel more? No, I feel the same. Um, as if veganism was not enough, I also juice. Oh, gosh. Ugh. So... Anytime someone says, like, they juice, right? I know the picture that you have in your mind right now. Like, I know it. I, it's in my mind, too. All it, I just put a whole bunch of vegetables in a machine, and I drink the juice. That, that is it. It is a fancy way of making V8 juice that you've seen in the grocery store your entire life. Um. I will say that it does improve my skin. My skin looks like the backside of a baby. Yes, it does. It is middle-aged skin, but it don't look like it, y'all. That is something that is there. I, also, when people talk to me, you know, when they know I'm vegan, they, they always have some sort of a vegan story, right? The guy who tells me Moses Lawn gives me the click. Don't you eat? <laughs> Do your foot. Ugh. So, and then, but people say, oh, I, you know, I tried this and I did that or whatever. I, I get people tell me all the time, oh, Shauna, I'm juicing now. Thanks for bringing that. I feel my skin's better, more energy, health problem, this and that, whatever. Which, fantastic. I love hearing these stories, but I always make it awkward. My friend came to me recently, Shauna, started juicing, trying to improve myself, Fantastic. Terrific. How you like it? What's it? Oh, it's great. I love it. It tastes fine. I'm getting all these vegetables in. It's fantastic. Good. I said, I bet your poop has really improved. You guys, I said that to a person. To their face. They were not expecting me to talk about poop. And I frankly was not expecting to say it. But I did. I said it, and it's why people stop telling me things, frankly. But in full disclosure, hey, it's better, y'all. It is better. It is better. Digestion. Middle-aged people talk about digestion. That is all they want to know. When you try a new diet, you know what middle-aged people think? How does it help me digestive-wise? How does it improve? Is Will this make a difference? They all think that, hey, if you are not middle-aged, you are welcome here. This is wisdom. These are pearls of wisdom that I am trying to give you. You don't care now about it, but you will. And so I want to continue to let you know that veganism in and of itself is a good thing, but the restaurants, the vegan restaurants, they are weird. They're weird. They're weird. I, and, and they're weird across the board. So every vegan restaurant is the same. They're, so when I am about to describe this one particular restaurant that I go to, they are all exactly like this. Okay. So if you have seen one, you have literally seen them all. So I go to this one in particular and first and foremost, I, 
am pretty sure that if they wore their uh, if they wore their political affiliation on their sleeve, we would be on the opposite end of the spectrum. Hey, I, vote your conscience. Vote your conscience. I do. Vote yours. But I'm pretty sure if they knew, they would not allow me inside. Okay? It, the paraphernalia, it's written on a wall. And so, uh, so there's that. It's fine. It's vote how you want. I'm not your conscience, but I will say that they are, they, I would probably not be welcome. I, who knows? Maybe they'll love me anyway. Maybe they'll love me anyway. I mean, I'm fantastic, you guys. So they're also very like, trendy right the restaurants are all they all are you know I don't know they give this this really trendy vibe right and I don't I don't know trendy y'all if you know me or if you've seen the pictures of me I'm not all that trendy but this is and they wear so they all the wait staff across the board all the employees of a vegan restaurant all have some sort of piercing on their face Nothing wrong. Hey, you want to pierce your face? That's your business. Okay. So they all have a face piercing. More than one. The higher up in management you go. They all have a variety of tattoos. Hey, have a tattoo. Fine. I'm too much of a big fat chicken to do it. But if you want multiple, I think, man. That says something, okay? But they all have tattoos. They all wear this weird. So they wear those those beanie caps, right? No, no matter what season, they wear the beanie cap. But it's not the skull cap that it's tight on their head. It's the one that they place in the middle of their head, and then it hangs really long in the back, right? Like that kind of a weird what is it doing beanie like is that the shape of your head I don't know why it but that's what they all wear across the board no exceptions they all wear that it's just like the vegan employee uniform they just that's just what they all look like and how they believe it's fine what fine just bring me the vegetables all right but I so some of the things on the menu, right? Like I look and I want to know, well, you say that this is, uh, th- this is chicken teriyaki, but we don't eat chicken here. So what actually, what's the chicken part? And so that's where, that's where I kind of separate, I kind of pull back, right? And don't, uh, because if the name of the food is weird, I'm probably not going to eat like, Tofu. Mm. Ugh. I, if the, if toe is in the name of the food, that's a no from me, chief. It's a hard no. I, mm-mm. If there's this other food, it's a, it's a wheat gluten, gluten, sorry, wheat gluten product. And this is kind of what they, they'll mold it, right? To look like a nugget, to to look like a meat, air quote. Did you see my air quotes? Uh, meat ball. And I, 
Rhett, so it's spelled S-E-I-T-A-N, okay? Uh, and so I thought, Seton, Seton, where do I know that? Where do I know that from, Seton? Is that the, I think that's the name of my college dorm, Seton Hall. I'm pretty sure I lived there. Well, uh, so that's what I thought, but I looked it up because I wanted to make sure that I was saying it correctly because I have said the wrong name of foods before and looked like an idiot. I told a story one time when I started eating fancy and I said, yes, I had the quinoa and I made in my, the people I was talking to were like, uh, you mean quinoa, right? And of course I couldn't own it. And I, I literally said, no, Rachel Ray said quinoa. She did not say quinoa. Are you kidding me? Stop it. So I wanted to look it up. I wanted to own it this time. I looked it up and I listened. You know how you can Google the pronunciation word. So I looked at the pronunciation of this word and it, it is pronounced. Hear me now. Satan. <gasps> you, what did you say? That's right. Satan. And if you are country, that is an pure evil. Okay. I am not eating Satan. I am not. I am not doing that. I am not. I will not defile my body with this weird vegan food. So vegans, we got to clean this up. All right. We got, we've got to reform this. Okay. Vegan restaurants are also very expensive. I had one little taco once I went, I bought a little taco and a drink, right? This little taco, it was on one of those little bitty taco shells. You know, the, the little street taco shells, the one you feed to your toddler. They're so small. And it had like a dollop of beans, okay? A dollop of refried beans and a little sprinkle of fake vegan cheese, which I do not recommend. And $13. $13. I thought, are, are these magic beans? It, are these magic beans? beans because $13 for this little tiny puny taco and a drink I no wonder right every vegan is struggling because they're paying $13 for a taco no wonder they're skinny good grief I my poor restaurant experience is not limited to vegan restaurants though I'm going to be honest we're going to branch out because I don't really typically like to eat in restaurants at all. This is not to say not that you can't do it, but I, my experience, there's always something, right? There's always something that happens. I went to one restaurant. We we went after church one time. Christians, can we talk about this? If you are a believer in listening to this podcast, listen to me. We have got to come up with some sort of a system, some sort of a rotation. We can all continue to go out to eat on a Sunday after church. I will not wait in a line for an hour to get a table. Is there some sort of a system that we can work out? We, this has got to be, if you have an idea, Shauna, it's seriously com. We will get the word out there. We have got to be able to enjoy an after Sunday lunch at the Cracker Barrel. Okay. So we'll, that aside, I, one time we went to a restaurant after church on a Sunday, first mistakes, second, we're sitting down and we're eating 
and the waitress comes by and asks me if I would like a refill of my drink. She takes my cup, you know, she takes it and she comes back and brings it, sets it on the table. And immediately I notice on the glass itself and the straw that she brought back to me was a deep, dark, red lipstick stain. I do not wear lipstick. This clearly was not a choice I would make even if I did wear lipstick. And not only could I see it, but anyone within a four-foot radius of my glass could see this lipstick I pointed out to my husband, who thought it was hysterical. I did not find it funny. He said, just ask her for another one. I said, do you really think I'm going to trust this person to bring me back an unsullied drink? No. No. I then begin to think, what else is tainted? What am I eating somebody else's Food? What else is awry that I am completely unaware of? Bad restaurant experiences are the worst, you guys. And they're not just limited to vegan restaurants. So, have do you have... Yes, you do. The very first thing that you thought of when I told this story was that time you went and XYZ happened... We're going to talk about it, you guys. I am going to talk about it. Bring me your stories. Sean at SeriouslySeanAPodcast.com. Tell me about it. I want you to get it off your chest. I want you to tell me. I want you to live authentically. I want you to say, you know what? I'm not taking that anymore. This is what happened. It's got to stop. We're going to, we have to band together. We've got to get those stories out there. We've got to put the pressure on, Right? So, I am a vegan. I'm not weird. Well, I'm not weird about veganism anyway. I do happen to have a vegan haircut. My son, when I first came home with my haircut, that's the first words that he said. Nice vegan haircut, Karen. Stop it. Whose kid are you? But you need to understand that this haircut did not come as a result of being vegan, right? I realize you look, so you go to my website, you see my pictures. If you know me in person or if you're on social media with me. So you've seen pictures, you look at it and you go, ah, vegan. I get it now. That, that makes sense. But, but the, it was not the intent when it happened. Okay. It wasn't how it started out. I will tell you how it started out, though, because these stories are real and true, and it is why I am here, and it is why you are tuning in. So I had, its I don't even think it's been, well, it's been a little less than a year, and I had one of those boring, bland, brown, vanilla mom bobs. It was, when you saw me anywhere, you knew instantly, mom, probably homeschools, probably has more than two kids. That, 
when you saw me, that is what you saw. I know. And if that is you, there is nothing wrong. Own your truth. You are rocking it. Do you hear me? You are rocking it. I was not. If you know anything about me and if you continue to tune in, it will become more clear. The mom bob, the brown vanilla mom bob is not my personality. It's not. It wasn't me. I was hidden underneath the shell, right, of the mom bob. And I needed to break out. I needed a change. We all have been there. We've all gone, oh, I got to do something, right? Need to. It, it Chalk it up to a midlife crisis. I don't know. I mean, I've had bar- bad haircuts in my 20s, so uh, I don't know why, but I... So I, I said, I'm going to make a change. I'd been uh, going to the same guy for several haircuts. Uh, he was just trimming up the mom bob, just making it even every single time. Here's $175 to cut my hair in a straight line. And so I thought, no, I'm, gonna, I'm going out there. I'm just going to go for it. So I did the research, as any wise person would. And I had this Pinterest uh, board full of pictures, right? Every angle, every possible. I found the haircut I want. This is what I want. This is what I want the top to look like, the bottom, the sides, the front, the back, the middle, everything, right? I also had a separate board with everything that I could possibly think of that could be misinterpreted in the first board that I did not want. Do not do this to my hair. Do not do that to my hair. Do not do any of these things to my hair. Right? So I went in fully armed, fully prepared for this new and exciting change. I presented my case to this hairdresser, and he says, No problem. And we start this journey together. I'm sitting in this chair, and I am, I realized halfway, maybe a quarter of the way through. That he was sweating an inordinate amount. And I realize, in looking back now, I go, that is a red flag. I could tell that he, there was tension. I could tell something was awry. And I just sat there thinking, you know what? He is a professional. I have shown him exactly what I, I did not, you know, because some people go in, do whatever, right? And hair, hairstylists, they don't like that. They want you to tell them exactly. And they really want pictures, okay? So I did all of the things that I was required to do to hold up my end of the bargain. But he is continuing to cut. And I could look at it and see, this is not what I asked you to do. But I say nothing. Why? Because... He is the professional. I am the layperson. So I sat there quietly watching this happen. You know, then they swing you around and you can't see the mirror no more. So I don't know what is happening. But I know that something is not right. So then he dries it and he starts flat ironing it. And I, in places that, is that where I don't think you're supposed to use a flat iron there. But I could tell he was trying to get it to go in a certain way. So he 
turns me, you know, the big reveal, we've seen those on all the makeover shows, and I was excited for my turnaround in the chair. He turns me around, and I kid you not, I looked in that mirror, and I saw 1992 Billy Ray Cyrus. That is what I saw. It was not Shauna Lopez in that mirror. It was Billy Ray Cyrus. If Billy Ray Cyrus were a girl, that is who I saw. Kids, if you do not know who Billy Ray Cyrus is, look up 1992 Billy Ray Cyrus. Not today Billy Ray Cyrus, okay? 1992 Billy Ray Cyrus, that is what you will see, and that is what I saw. It was horrifying, to say the least. He just stood there, and I gathered myself, and I said, I got to be honest, this does not look like the pictures that I showed you, and his response to me was, you guys, um, it never turns out exactly like the pictures, like condescendingly to me, and I thought, oh, dude, you lead with that, okay? When I show you pictures, you say, you say, it will not look exactly like that. But I got to be honest with you, haircut guy. It looks nothing like these pictures. It was horrendous. He knew it was horrendous because he didn't even ask me if I wanted to book another appointment. Because dude knew right then and there our relationship was over, right? I take a picture of it, and I send it to a couple of friends. This is how you know these people are your people. That you these This is how you know you have true friends. Because I sent it to a couple of friends, and they were like, yeah, you, you can't go outside like that. That's terrible. Right? Like, they were full on, this is my tribe. You're my element, my elephants. My element. What? Sorry. You are my elephants. You are my squad because you told me the truth. There are people that will tell you a bad haircut looks good. Those are not your people. In fact, those people are liars. You hear me? Yes, I said it. You are lying. When I know my haircut is bad, I know it. The world know it. Stevie Wonder can look at my haircut and go, that's a bad haircut, girl. I know it's bad, and you come at me and go, oh, you got your haircut. It looks so good. Liar. Liar. And and from and quite frankly, from then on out, everything you say, I will have to question. I will have to question the legitimacy of what you say if you tell me my bad haircut looks good. You know, there are also people on the opposite end of the spectrum, you guys. There are people... Who will straight up tell you that, and and these are not like, these are your friend people. These are just people with no filter, right? I, so I had this bad haircut, right? And it, it was bad and I needed to get it fixed. So I went to the experts. They, they had to go this short to fix what was broken. There was no way around it. So I just was like, you know what? Let's just go for it. Get that cut. Let's change the color. Let's change the color. Let's just go all out. I'm 100% in. Rock star. That's what I want. Right? So 
mind you, this is a radical change. It, the color is, I am not a natural blonde. I know that shocks some of you. I am not. And I'm not a, a faux hawk is not what well, I did not go and say I want a faux hawk. I didn't. That's what I left with. And this is what I have. It's who I am now. It 110% fits my personality. If you know me personally and stick around the show long enough, you will see that. But it, it does take getting used to, right? And so when you see people after you get make a radical change like that, it, they can't handle it. People cannot handle change. They don't like it, and they certainly don't like it when you show up and throw it in their face like that. They don't like it, and they don't respond well to it. I literally had people say to my face, what on earth did you do to your hair? What, I, dro- I was dropping my son off. Uh, I was dropping my son off to a place that shall remain nameless and his little teacher in this particular place uh, who I knew very well uh, she greeted me at the door as I and also as I'm walking in there was a dad dropping his kid off so we're all right I walk in bring my son and she looks at me her the things her face did she did not even bother to hide and she literally said, what did you do to your hair? And she was so shocked. But it wasn't like a publisher's clearinghouse super happy shocked. It was a horrified, I'm in a Stephen King novel shocked, right? She, what did you do to your, and I, I awkwardly, I, what am I supposed to say? How do I answer that? What do I say? I said, uh. I got a, I got a haircut. Yeah, but uh, why? That was her. Why did you do that? Well, I, I wanted to. She, you guys, she turns to the dad, the dad standing next to me, the dad that I did not know, that did not know me. And I'm pretty sure that she did not know. And she says to him, no, you don't understand. To this guy, not to me, to this guy, total stranger, all three of us standing there. You don't understand. She had the most beautiful shoulder length curly hair before. I don't understand. This dad, oh, you guys, this poor man. He just stood there. We all just stood there blinking at each other. But how do you recover from that? How do you answer? How do you respond? And he and I just sort of looked at her. We we looked at each other. And we just backwards stepped right out of the room. We didn't say a word. We just sort of, again, we just let the awkward wash on over us like a wave. Right? But people say that. They feel like they can say that. I, I overheard a conversation in the hall. The place I was the other day even. And I heard this person say to another, what happened to your hair? Right? And that person who it was said to, I don't know what, they mumbled something. And the person said again, no, no. It looks really good. You liar. You are a liar. Stop it. Stop it. 
People can't handle change. They can't handle your haircut change. But I, so I got this haircut. It's, my son thinks it's a vegan haircut. It's not. I, I also do not have a show on the Food Network. Those of you who look at me and think that, no, I don't. I did have a guy. This just recently happened, you guys. So I'm out at a place that shall remain unnamed. And this guy approaches me, right? And I I already got like a weird vibe. Like something is off with you. I don't know what it is, but you know, you, you've had that. And so he comes up to me. The first thing he says was, do you know Ellen? What? what? Oh, yeah. No. And I, I already knew, like, this guy was pr- probably crazy, you guys. And so he was wearing sunglasses inside, and it was just weird, right? And I said, nope. And I'm trying to walk away from this guy, right? And he's kind of walking a little behind me. He said, well, do you want to meet her? Uh, uh, listen, dude, I'm pretty sure... Based on the fact that you're asking me these weird questions, based on the fact that you are wearing dark sunglasses in the middle of the day inside, that you do not have a relationship with Ellen. Okay. And quite frankly, just because we have a similar haircut does not mean we all hang out, nor do we want to. But so people just say weird because of my haircut. Why is that? Why do people do that to me? I do kind of use being vegan, you guys. I use it. Like, people will ask me to do stuff, right? Like, oh, Shauna, hey, can you volunteer in this XYZ? No, I'm sorry. I can't. I'm vegan, right? Like, I use it, you guys. I try to get out of stuff with it. It doesn't work, but I try. So tell me. Tell me about your haircuts. What are they? Tell me right now. Tell me about your bad haircuts. You have it. You have all had it. Some of you have it right now. Some of you have one right now. Some of you have it, and people have told you it's not a bad haircut, but it is. And you know it, and I know it. Tell me about it. Email me. Seriously, Shauna. Podcast.com. Seriously, Shauna. Podcast.com. Wait a minute. Shauna. At seriously, Sean, you guys, I am, you know what? I'm, I've been telling you, I've been telling you these deep, dark things about me. So I'm going to mess up. Shauna at seriously, com. Tell me about your bad haircut. Let's share it. We've all, we want to empathize with you. We all want to go, oh, that's brutal, right? We want to hear it. I also want to hear about your bad restaurant experience. Yes, I do. I don't want to go to those places. I want to know. Tell me, bad restaurant. Tell me, Shauna at seriouslyshaunapodcast.com. Also, check my website. Check the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network website. Check my page there. You will find all the icons necessary to like and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Every Wednesday, Lord willing, a new episode will come. So I want you to like and subscribe. Tell me how fantastic I well, You're not really telling me. You're telling the people who rate the podcasts. If you tell them that I'm fantastic, then other people will get a chance 
to hear. Also, you guys, if you have an event, hey, do you have a conference? It's conference season coming up. We are on the uphill swing in conference season. Um, if you need me at your event, which of course you do, come on. Let me know, Shauna, at SeriouslyShaunaPodcast.com. I want to come to your event. I want to help you. I want to bring these pearls of wisdom and truth to your people. And the only way I can do that is if you contact me. So if you got a conference, if you have an event at your church, a ladies' event, I want to be there. Ask me to come. Call me. Email me. We'll work it out. What if you have a ladies' Bible study, a ladies' group? Do you have a mom of priests, a mops group, aptly named, I must say? If you have this group, contact me. I will come. We will hang out. We'll have some laughs, right? I want to be involved in your event. If you think we are a good fit, please reach out. Also on my website at SeriouslyShauna.com, you can find all the pictures. Listen, I have pictures of my haircut, of my, not the good one, the bad one. And by the time this episode airs, I, well, uh, full disclosure, I deleted it from my phone because I sent it to my friends and that's where they were like, Ugh, right? But th- I think my friend might still have it. So I am going to contact her and hopefully get that up on the website. So I post pictures of things on the website, things about episodes, things that we talk about here. So check back the website often. Like and subscribe. Follow me on social media, you guys. You're missing all of it. If you are not on my social media pages, you need to. I'm going to start doing stories. I have no idea how to do it. That's why I haven't done it. My sons just, ugh, they roll their eyes because I don't know how to do it. But we're going to figure it out, and we will get that going. Also, uh, we do have a lot of big things in the works. Um, I can't reveal it yet, but I will post pictures once everything is finished. And also next week, you guys, we are going to be talking about the surgery. I know it sounds super, super uninteresting. It isn't, you guys. It isn't. It'll be fine. Just tune in. The surgery is next week. So you don't want to miss what's coming. So as always, looking forward to seeing you next week. I love you. I ain't above you, but I've had enough of you. Until next time.